Today's podcast is brought to you by National Carriers. National Carriers is looking for lease drivers, company drivers, team drivers, and student drivers. Uh, National Carriers is owned by their own freight, and they are 100% no touch. Call them at 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. Go ahead. The topic I have is called, are you ready for this? Sure. Don't be a douche. Oh, nice okay. topic. Don't be a douche. And like, and who are you actually directing that to? Well, I've talked to drivers that have been driving for a long time, and I know you have too, and they, one thing that they say, and I'm, I know you've heard it too, is... You know, way back when, drivers used to be very courteous to each other. They weren't dicks to each other, right? And there's some things that drivers do over and over again that they didn't used to do back then so much. But it seems to be getting worse. And that's what these uh, veteran drivers tell me. So, I mean, I've got some a whole bunch of examples of things that really drivers should be helping out other drivers with out on the road at truck stops stuff like that well let me ask you this these examples that you have are, have you experienced them or just examples that you were told but no on a, on a daily basis so you you every ex- single you, day you experience these actual events that today's trucker is not being courteous to like yesterday's trucker was is that what you're saying that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, so go ahead. I mean, and look, let's let's point one thing out before we go down the road here. You you are of today's generation trucker. You know what I mean? As far as you only have your CDL two years, so you you're right there with generation trucker today. So, um, and you're um, and you're experiencing this stuff yourself. You, you, what I'm getting at is you're not a a trucker. That's, you know, from 20 years ago, bitching and moaning about, you know, today's trucker. You're today's trucker bitching about today's trucker. Right. Okay. So go ahead. Let's hear these examples. Oh, and and, uh, as a correction, it's been three years, not two. So I'm I'm a veteran driver. Oh, you're so, boy, you're so experienced. But go ahead. Let's let's hear what you got. Okay. Well, this happened to me all day today. So I get behind, I, I get behind a, uh, one of those small RVs that go like 40 miles an hour. Okay. Okay. I put my turn signal on. Now, four wheelers, they're ignorant. They're, they're just going to fly by you. They're not going to let you over. Well, I see three trucks over in the hammer lane, and I start to creep over a little bit because, you know, the guy's coming up, but I'm thinking if he sees my turn signal, he knows I'm, I want to get over. Nope. Nope, he won't let me. Well, let me and I'm not going to keep creeping because the ass end of my trailer is going to take off the front of his truck. Well, let me, ask, like, let me ask you a question. You, you, you got your turn signal on. Right. And you look in your, in your mirror, and here comes a rig. Uh-huh. And, you're, and you're expecting him to be courteous, slow down, and let you out, correct? Yeah, I mean, listen, he's back far enough for maybe to start swinging, but he's, he's picking up speed. Let's and see. he sees me looking in the mirror. He right. sees my turn signal on, and he sees that, that little crap mobile in front of me. And there's a ton of traffic behind him. So he's not, like, just, he's not like going so fast that he can't slow down. He's just beginning no, to pick no, up. No, 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 okay. no. I'm, I'm talking about, you know, he's, he's creeping up, but he's, he's coming up fast enough where, yeah, he could let me out, but it's fast enough where I'm not going to go over because. You don't want to be a dick to him. Well, that, and I don't want to. I don't want to hit him, or I don't want him to hit me. So, I mean, I could probably swing it over, but I'm not the kind of driver that, that wants to do that. I don't want to get that close to somebody. You know what I mean? All right. But the guy could let me in. So, behind him, there's two other tractor trailers. Mm-hmm. Do you think either one of them would let me in? No. And guess what? There's a line of cars behind them. So now I got my turn signal on for five minutes waiting for the traffic to clear out because some dick wouldn't let me over. That's okay. just called common courtesy. Yeah. See, if I'm in the hammer lane and I see somebody trying to get over and I know why they're trying to get over because there's a slow vehicle in front of them, I let them over. Okay. I mean, come on. That happened to me all day today. I, I, I tell you. Well, and yeah, dealing with the four wheelers too, it's unbelievable. And this is so. So just let me let me let me 
just kind of dig a little deeper into this specific incident. So all day long, you're coming up on slow traffic, and then you get hung up behind them, and then somebody's not letting you out. This is what it sounds like, correct? And this is all on the interstate. Like, you're going down the interstate, and you get behind, like... So, and I, I picture the guy in the RV, one of those guys with a gray beard and glasses and like a light, right. a light green blouse shirt, dress shirt on that's kind of unbuttoned down to his belly button. And it's got sweat all over it. And his wife's got like a feather in her hair, like an Indian or something like that. And so it's just kind of a bunch of hippie yeah, piece. Yeah, and he's dragging like a CRV. Behind. The reason why he's going so slow is because he's dragging a CRV behind this little thing. So he can't go that fast because he's, he's hauling weight. What was that? So, yeah. What was that movie where they were in a camper and it was like a vampire movie? What was that called? Where they were? It was like something about up all from night. From dust till dawn. From dust. Is that? It, it kind of. You when you said it, I almost kind of pictured that camper, and you're behind it from at dusk till dawn. Is that correct? Right. All right. right. So so now here's here's what I'd like to ask you, and, and and again, man, I'm not trying to be a jackass to you, but. If this is happening to you all day, this is just my take, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm maybe I'm right. So when you're coming up on slow vehicles, why why are you not seeing this a half a mile back and getting already out into the hammer lane to where you're not going to get stuck behind this vehicle? I mean, why why are you even because getting? Because by the by the time I I can swing out, see, there's a whole bunch of traffic, a lot of traffic, so all of the four wheelers start to go by, and it's one of those deals where okay. That last four-wheeler is going by, and I can swing my nose over if this guy is going to let me, and he won't. So, it, you know, it's not like you can just swing over because there's a lot of traffic. But the guy could have let me out. He didn't let me out. And the guy behind him and the guy behind him. Everyone's in a big freaking hurry. Okay. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry that this happened to you, Johnny Acid. We, you know, the, your public feels bad for you. So so let's sure. let's move on to the next example that today's trucker is pissing you off. Okay, and it's not just me. It pisses a lot of people off. Right, but I want to know why Johnny Acid's pissed off. Okay, well, let's say you're sitting on the interstate and it's a parking lot because it's a merge point, right? Wait, and you wait. know the four-wheelers, they all come flying up. Like, just picture this for a second. If you have a funnel and you have a handful of marbles in each hand, okay, if you drop one in from the right, one from the left, one from the right, one from the left, you have a steady flow. But everyone knows that's it's called the zipper happens. effect. Yeah. It's like you drop handfuls in and now you got a clog. Well, that's what happens at the merge point. Everyone knows that. I don't blame the four because they're stupid. Okay. They're ignorant. They don't know any better. They have no brains. But when I see a truck driver, and I'm in the I'm in the 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 right lane, and it's merged to the right. Okay, so when I see truck drivers, the same thing, they'll go flying by right to the merge point. It's like you know you're you're causing more of a problem. You're part of the problem. The four wheelers in front of you have no brains, but you do. Okay, so the good truck drivers that I work with, we team up. We go side by side. We let all of the douchebags in front of us make it through the merge point, and we block everything behind us. And then when we get up to the merge point, I back off a little bit, and I let the guy over who's, who's been blocking for me to the left. But the thing that irritates me are these truck drivers that go flying up to the merge point. Now you got five tractor trailers sitting there because they had to get in front of you. It's like just hang back and, you know, let your truck, your fellow truckers in. I'll see truck drivers. They'll, they'll be coming up alongside of me. I'm going to let them over. I'm going to let them in. If there's a merge point coming up, let them in and block the traffic behind you. Because if you don't, they'll be sitting there five times as long. Let the idiots in front do what they got to do. Block the traffic behind you and you'll get through a lot quicker. Make sense? I, I mean, honestly, you know, I've, I've played that game with other drivers. And, and I will admit, back in the day, one of the you, – so you're basically talking when, you know, it's going to go from like three to two lanes or two to one lane. 
Maybe there's one. construction, yeah. whatever the case is. And everybody hates that. In fact, you got the the jackasses that come up along the side and everybody's trying to play blocky blocker. But, you know, one of the, the – and I will say this. That's another reason why truckers should have a CB. I'm serious because that was back in my day when we drove. You know, everybody would say, all right, hey, you know, this is when I was – we were leased to FFE – and somebody would say, all right, hey, FFE, hold, hold the line back, and I'll let you in at the last second. You know what I mean? Just that way, because you're right, they do. They'll, they'll come up no matter what. If everybody's getting over to the left, there's always a pile of four-wheelers that will just come flying up and just block everything up. But I will tell you, if you've ever seen – I've seen videos and pictures of Germany, and uh, there's another country where they do what's called the zipper effect – and it's it's literally they can merge so good because everybody is courteous to the guy they beside him. Turns. Right. If you know the guy in front of you, right, is is uh, letting the guy to the right in, it's your turn now to let the guy to the right in. You know, you're not you're not to follow through. Like if you're, well, this, you're right. I've been I've been to Germany. I know. I've been on the autobahn. I've I've come to choke points there, and. When I was in the military, and I'm talking about, you know, before I went to prison. But anyway, um, that's what they do. They do, they take turns. Like, these are things you learn in elementary school. Take turns. Yeah. And all that goes out the window with these drivers when they grow up. It's like, just take turns, and everyone will get through a lot quicker. But well, they don't do it. You know, what's really funny is this: everything that you're saying, right, Literally, mm-hmm. like like the first example you gave me, oh, I'm stuck behind from dusk till dawn camper vampire people, right? And I right. can't get out. Well, back in my day, again, the CB, somebody somebody go, go come on out. If he hurry, hit it, hit it, you know, or they'd flash their lights and, and, and they, they you knew to get out. But the CB was so used in these examples that you're giving me. Not only is the CB great for, for getting a warning Okay, that there's a smoky up ahead and, and you know, shooting the westbound side and, and you gotta slow down. It's not only a great warning that the scale house is open, it's not only a great warning that traffic's up ahead, and it's surely not only a great warning that there's danger up ahead, ice and all that other crap, but it also helps with truckers to get along. A- acid, I'm serious, if you really take this in consideration, this is why we're such big advocates of the of the C B. Because I think every trucker should have a CB. Well, that's what I'm saying. The examples you're giving me, okay? Every truck, every truck driver on the road should have a CB. Yeah, what kind of CB do you have, Acid? I don't have one. There you go. <laughs> See, so and and that really that takes me to, so okay, you're bitching about today's generation, but you're kind of set up like today's generation. See, what you need to do is you need to stop at a pilot or a TA or whatever and see who has the best deal, pick yourself up just a unit in or a Cobra 129 and just go to the local CB shop, get it tuned and peaked. And, and I'm not kidding you. It's that easy to set it up. It's so easy to well, you set know, I, 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 I'm going to get one as soon as I, you know. Um, I acid, don't tell me as soon as you make money. You've been driving a truck for three no, years. You've had no, 150. As soon as, I, as, soon as stop, I get caught up with my car payment, listen, I'll probably buy one. Yeah, stop feeding your old lady so much money so she can buy, uh, buy a new purse this week. I'm serious. You, you, you gotta, you, you've got to buy something for yourself. In fact, what was the last thing you bought for yourself? Instead of a CB, you bought what? A new Oculus, uh, right? So you, right, right, so, yeah. you, so, mm-hmm. so, look, I'm not trying to insult you, but in a sense, you're acting in a way like today's trucker, you know, because, you know, really, when you have a job, now listen, just for real, now you and I, are, we know each other a long time, we're friends, and, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're buds, so I can say these things to you. So let me, let me just really give it to you here for a second, okay? All right. When you have a job, like if you were a mountain climber, you you wouldn't mm-hmm. you wouldn't skimp on the boots you wore. You wouldn't skimp on the gloves and the rope you have to use. You know, if if you're a motocross guy, you're not going to skimp on 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 the bike. You know, whatever you do, you're not skimp. So if you're a trucker, why skimp on one of the most important tools there is? And you dumbasses out there that don't have CBs, I'm telling you, every one of you guys that are listening, 
You guys have no idea. Just listen to Johnny Acid and all the complaints out there about new truckers, about the pileups every year. I'm telling you, this all leads to the CB because when, when everybody had a CB, the old timers taught the young guys. Everybody got advice. Everybody started running with another guy. If you're running in the middle of the night well, with somebody. Well, you know, the, the drivers from this generation, including you, you, talk to the, you talk to them and they go, uh, that thing's a dinosaur. I have apps on my phone, man. No, it, it, listen, the guy, the guy that says I don't like the cursing, he's an idiot. He needs to give his C, his CDL in. Okay, the guy that says I've got apps and I can I can get warning. The guy that says I really don't want to talk to other drivers. I'd rather just talk to my wife on the phone. That I'm telling you, these are people truly an acid. Until you get a CB, okay, you're no better than these guys. Now, I, I know you're trucking. I, I know how you're running, too, and I, I can attest to how you are running. You're running really like a good, hard runner. Okay, I, get, I see what you're doing. I see your settlement sheets, and I see exactly what you're doing. You're doing good in that report, in, in that respect, rather. But you got to get a CB because when everybody has a CB, you can, you can learn from each other. You can be warned from each other. You can, if you had a CB and, and the guy behind you would have had a CB today, he could have said, Hey, come on, come on out there, national carriers, because that's who you're running for. Okay, you're leasing a truck with them. All right, or you could have got on the CB and said, "Hey, somebody let me out real quick. I'm I'm stuck behind this guy." But either way, the CB is the key. This I'm trying to tell you. Everything that you're bitching about right now, the CB could have helped you. It really could. And all you young guys, and all you old guys that have gotten a a, a CDL in the last, I'm going to say the last five to seven years. Really, it's really that generation. All right, that has gotten their CB in the last five five to seven years. I've talked to trucking companies that have five hundred and a thousand trucks, and half of these these companies tell me that half of their orientation class, if not three quarters of their orientation class, doesn't even own a CB. And I'm telling you, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're you're leaving yourself at a disadvantage when you get in that tractor trail and you go down the road without a CB. It's not a dinosaur. It's 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 you're you're. Not only does it give you something to do and camaraderie with all the guys and, and to be able to bond with, it gives you safety, it gives you warnings, and, and these little things that you're, that's driving you nuts, acid, I'm telling you, if everybody had a CB, all this BS, about, about 75% of this BS would have gone away or can go away. I'm serious. So, so what's, um, what's the I'm next a, example? I, uh, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure what you said. Are you saying people should have a uh, driver should have CBs? Uh, you were you were kind of unclear about that. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think you hammered that home. Okay. I, and did I, did I mention I'm getting unloaded right now? Yeah. This. So I have limited time, and I want to give you some more examples. Give me give me another example. Okay, I'm going to switch to the pilot and the loves. I want to. Uh, there's a guy on the scale. I got a scale out. He pulls up off the scale. And he goes inside. So I'm like, okay. He probably went in to get his, t his scale ticket. So I pull up on the scale, and the guy pulls up behind me to get on the scale. So now I'm, I'm boxed in. The A-hole is gone for more than, tw like, 25 minutes. He's inside. Yeah. Coming, comes out with his lunch. Listen, Acid, I'm going to be on your side on this one, okay? Because when I was a driver... The CB didn't help the dumbass. Okay, we right, we right. even back when I was a driver, you always had the dumbass that pulled into the fuel island, got out, and he went in for an hour. Okay, or the same dumbass, like you said, that I I didn't have many people blocking the cat scale that often because usually somebody from the truck stop would get pretty pissed because now you're holding up their money. All right, but the guy right. that the guy that just pulled into the fuel island, or he pulled, or he'd even pull through so you can get your fuel, but he'd stay in there for like an hour. All right, getting a shower or whatever the hell he had to do. That now that guy there has always pissed everybody off, and I'll tell you that's not today's generation. That's just that's just honestly bad mannered truck drivers that think their shit doesn't stink. All right, or else they're just honestly plain stupid when they do stuff like that. That's just inconsiderate people in general acid. So, you can't blame that on today's trucker. That's a that's a that's been around forever that clown. That clown at the well, truck here's, stop. Here's some other shit, too. And I know we probably talked about some of this stuff, but Go ahead. it's it's on topic. So, if you're bobtailing, don't take a, a big spot. If there's bobtail spots, park there. If, if the bobtail alley is full, which it usually isn't, well, let's just say it is, 
there's a million places you could park on on the lot. Okay, you don't have to take one of the big spaces for the for the uh, tractor and the trailer. Let me ask you, ask, so I, ask it, are most of the bobtail spots closer to 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 get into the truck stop? Is, is it just yeah, is it lazy? It's, like it's, prime, it's just it's lazy. Prime parking. Yeah. It's it's like a it's like the handicap spot, right? Right, right. Oh, but they're just lazy. Yeah, that, they don't care. Yeah, that's a lazy trucker. And let me tell you something. I've been to some of these truck stops. Uh, the one, one of them I went to, and I stopped two days later. The same trucks parked in the same spot. So the guy took up a full spot, probably on his home type. Oh, I'm just going to park it here and leave it here for two or three days. It's like, really? What an a-hole, you know? That's that's just one other thing. I'll tell you another thing I don't like. Um, now I understand parking is tough, and everyone has a clock. I get that, okay? And you gotta you gotta park somewhere. But if you get to a truck stop, and um, it's really really jammed up, you could go to leave in the morning, you know, and you can't get out because. These dummies are parking wherever they feel like parking. All spots are taken. So, you know, the road going out, they'll park it so tight. You you have to pull your mirrors in to get through. And it's like, um, this is where you drive through. Okay, so why are you parked all the way out here? So I have to pull my mirrors in to get out. Or, hey, buddy, look, it's time for me to leave. You parked like an a-hole because there was no other spots. Go out on the sh- on the uh, on ramp. Park out there. They don't care. There's no courtesy at all. I hate it. Well, I mean, honestly and truly, acid that that would take me off too. I mean, that's just ignorance. But I'm telling you, man, it's it it is what it is. Give give me another example. I mean, that's kind of a. That that's an example of that would piss everybody off. I mean, I, 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 I was gonna say I'd be flattening tires, but no, I wouldn't do that. Well, so, you know, it gets it gets worse and worse. But I, I'm telling you, there are certain places you go, you already know you're never gonna find a place to park. You know, I mean, I understand because I go through the same thing, and, and but I, one thing I won't do is screw somebody else over by parking in a way that they can't get out or I'm not going to jam up the, the areas where you want to get out, but I won't do that. I'll park by the side of the road first. And then, you know, there's a lot of truckers that do, they, they, they'll park on the, in the rest areas or they'll park, you know, um, <clears throat> maybe on the on-ramps, but these guys, these ignorant guys, they want to park at the truck stop because they want to use the bathroom there and they want to, they want to go to McDonald's or whatever. So screw everyone else. If there's no place to park, I'll park wherever I feel like parking because I have to get my Big Mac. You know? You got any more examples? Um, well, we went through a few things for, you know, rules on the road and stuff. Like, but I don't know. Those are the things that came to mind. I'm sure if I racked my brain, I could come up with a million no, things. No, listen, I, but, I, I, I get it. And I and, and here's the other thing that a lot of people don't realize. Since March, I think you've been home once. Okay. Right. So, you know, you're probably kind of got a little bit of road rash right now. You're you're irritable. You probably need some R&R. Remember on MASH? Remember MASH, the 4077 MASH? Remember Hawkeye and those guys? They'd go nuts until somebody sent them you know, for like a, an R&R weekend. I think you need a little R&R. I really do. I think because, you know, in all honesty, Acid, normally you're you're a pretty easygoing guy, you know. So uh, these things that you're bitching about, honestly and truly, I, I'm going to say it's a lot of stress. But I'm going to tell you one of the cures. Get a damn CB. I mean that sincerely, okay? Get yourself yeah, a CB. Sure right. In fact, when, when are you going to be back in Florida? I'll go with you. you. I'm telling you, I'll go with you and I'll help you get it set up. I guarantee you, you'll love it. Yeah, right around the 1st of August, about a month from now, I'll be yeah, going I mean, home. I mean, if you if you want to get one before that, go ahead. But if not, when you get back, you and I, we're going to go CB shopping. 
I'm serious. All right, I, don't, I don't know the first thing. I don't even know how to turn the damn thing on. You're going to have to show me how to hook it up and all that crap. That, it, it, I'm telling you, this is the simplest thing in the world. And, um, you know what? What? I think you should buy one for me. That's what I think. I think you should get me one. Yeah, just um, I'll mail it to where you're at right now. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah, just yeah. You watch for it. I'm going to overnight it. Yeah, you know what? I'll wait by the I'll wait by the uh, mailbox for yeah, it to show up. They, I'll, I'll send it out there. Yeah. Mm, In yeah, fact, I'm ordering sure. it right now. Oh, card declined. Oh, damn it. Okay. All right. Listen. Yeah, right. So, so listen, I want to I want to switch gears. I got something I want to talk to you about. Something I was reading the other day. I'm serious. This is some serious stuff, too. I mean, this yeah. is Listen to this title. Trucker Lay it on me. Trucker convicted after luring minors with offers of free cross-country trips. I'm actually wow. Listen to this. I'm actually reading I'm actually reading the the this guy would put ads. He was a perv. This is a pervert, okay? This guy would put, and then I think he was trying to sell people, sell kids or rent them out, you know, as human trafficking. I'm serious. This is a crazy story. Um, and I actually got, I got this out of CDL Life. You guys want to read the whole thing. But I'm just going to read part of it. You guys head over there to CDL Life and check it out. But we want to talk about it. Um, let me turn my brightness up on my computer here. Now, this is... This is literally a letter <laughs> that they took pictures of and put it in, you know, on the on the page. You can see it. It's titled Parents and Boys. We are also being brought to you by Cocoon MDR. Check out Cocoon MDR where all Android apps are sold. The download is free and it tracks you and follows you around and it dumps money into your account as you're driving. That's all it does. It literally pays you while you're driving. It's the only app out there that really backs truckers. You uh, Apple users on iPhone, watch for it. it. The app is coming out soon for Apple. That's Cocoon, C-O-C-O-O-N, M-D-R, M as in Michael, D as in David, R as in Robert. Check it out. Download it and let me know how much you're getting. I guarantee you're getting money if you have the app on your phone. All you do is give them your PayPal account and it literally just deposits money in your account for you putting on miles. Right. This is a letter. Yeah. This is the letter he would put in the newspaper advertising. It says, if if your kids want some things to do at school breaks, I'm a truck driver. Uh, if your kids want to see different places, I'm <laughs> yeah. listen, like I'm willing. Exactly. I'm willing to let them go with me. My trucks. My trucks have GPS tracking, so you know where we are at at all times. I pay them $100 a week. I don't get that. Teach them, <laughs> to teach them responsibility. Kids are uh -huh. well, listen, the kids are well guarded. Um, I'm trying to read his writing. This keep me from being so bored if... If interested at all. So this is a guy that advertises in like, I mean, this is literally a handwritten note. So he must be putting it in newspapers or whatever. And he's basically, dear parents, can I take your little boys on the road with me and teach them responsibility? I'll pay them. They're guarded. You can always track us. They're going to be safe. Wink, wink. Now listen to this story. You ready? Yeah, yeah. It says a truck driver is facing a minimum of 10 years in prison for the transportation of minors and the possession of child pornography. 59-year-old, 59-year-old Travis Wayne Vavra, V as in Victor A, V as in Victor R A, Vavra. Travis Wayne Vavra advertised free amusement park passes and cross uh, cross country trips aimed at allowing boys to explore the United States by posting flyers and began transporting a minor in his semi-truck under the guise from May of 2015 to June of 2019. During this time, Vavra sexually assaulted the minor, who was only nine years old when the situation began. And what? Listen to this. He transported them from El Paso, Texas, through New Mexico Missouri, Arizona, California, Wisconsin, Illinois, Nebraska, Maryland, Oklahoma, and Louisiana. Prior to that, Vavra was responsibility for molesting the molestation of two other victims. This is crazy. Wait, 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 wait,
I, I'm just trying to picture like Tracy and I going. What do you think? Should should we let Elias? He's he is nice. And Elias, Elias, Elias sounds like a pretty good deal. He seems like a nice guy. Elias, Elias being your son, let them. I mean, everybody doesn't know who you're married to. He's nine years old. Hey, Eli, um, we're gonna put you in the truck with John Wayne Gacy, uh, so you can tour the country. How's that sound? No, Daddy, please don't send me. No, it'll be a good learning experience for you. You're gonna be well guarded. Don't worry. Hey, and acid. You're get paid. Acid. Yeah. Have you ever seen what? one of those white vans that says free candy on the side? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, the, when I'm reading this, I picture this guy probably owns a white, a full white old delivery van, and I could just picture him parked next to playgrounds. I mean. Oh, yeah. You know, when he, when he, when he eventually gets out of jail, he's probably going to buy an ice cream truck. Right. See, I blame, I mean, I, I'm with you. The first thing I'm thinking is, okay, the poor kid, but I'm also thinking to myself, what parent? What, I mean, what, what you had to, I mean, you are you retarded? You, you don't even know this guy and you answer his ad and you let your nine-year-old kid go with this guy. For re- Are you serious? I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh. And now, look, if, if I'm the kid, Think about this. If I'm the kid and I'm going to grow up now a fully molested kid for four years because you got me wow. going you got me going with Mr. Vavra, trucker extraordinaire, right? I would never, ever let my Elias at the age of nine go out with a stranger on the road. I'd wait till he's 11. Okay. You know? I, I know you would. No, but now listen, what I'm trying to get at, though, is I want to take this further. You've got a kid. He's been molested for four years. Okay. As you grow up, you've got to be questioning why your own parents left you go with him. Right. Whether, whether you ask, you know how nine-year-old kids will come to him and be like, hey. yeah, in fact, what, Ruth Ann and I were out, we were at Carabas tonight. It's kind of a funny story. We're at Carabas tonight, and we have our 14-year-old daughter with us. Rebecca, you know Rebecca. And yep. the, the guy walks by, and he goes, um, <laughs> he goes, um, is, is this the table? He goes, this, did somebody here order a wine spritzer? And Rebecca goes, puts her hand up and smiles, <laughs> you know, like, like it's hers. <laughs> I can see her doing well, that. Well, too, what I'm right? getting at is, is kids ask for the dumbest things as a parent. Right. It's your, like if, if this nine year old kid came to the parents and said, Oh mommy, look at that. Uh, can I go with the trucker? You know, across country and sleep in his bed, you know, because most trucks don't have double bunks. It's right. unbelievable. I, I, I would, I would be literally, if, if it was me, I would be growing up. I might be pissed off at my mother and father acid. What do you think? Absolutely. And, you know, if my kid came to me and said, Look what I found online. There's this nice guy. He wears a clown costume. He wants me to go with him on the road. I'd smash my son's computer with a sledgehammer so he could never go online again. I'm, I'm That's what I would do. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, it, I, I was, I was thrown back when I seen that. It's like everything about that that article is so wrong. You know, of course, and 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 look, I want to tell you something. Ruth Ann and I uh, did a podcast on a, a truck driver. His name was Samuel. Leg L E G G. He's a serial killer. He was arrested in Ohio. He's got a strew of of victims across the country, but mainly in Ohio. And this guy, for years, for decades, was killing women. And they put him in a nut ward two years ago and said he wasn't incompetent to stand trial. Which, of course, that's another story. Pissed me off. But what I'm getting at is, if you're going to be a serial killer, right? Right. A, 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 what would be one of the best cloaks? An over-the-road trucker, because you're 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 a guy that has no motive. You're just out killing, right? No, it's you'd be harder to catch. Well, it's the same with molestation. Do you know how many pervs are probably in a truck right now? Honestly and truly, and I hope they get caught. I, hopefully, it's not many, but I mean, oh, there's enough across the board. It doesn't matter what profession you're going to find those sickos. No, but, you know what I mean? but listen, I get it. But what I'm getting at is, is being an over the road trucker is like one of the most perfect disguises for committing crimes. 
Okay, there was a guy years ago that was robbing banks, and and the dumbass's last job he used a bobtail to get away in Kentucky, and of course that's why he got caught. But all I'm saying is, if you're somebody that's going across country and you're hiding on in the cover of the night and you're preying on women or you're, pre- I mean, yes, what a can what, I give some helpful advice, please? Okay, this is directed at the serial killer truckers out there. If you if you're going to be a serial killer. Okay, and you you drive a truck. I highly recommend hauling a reefer uh, because you can throw the corpses in the back. Just make sure that you keep the the fuel tank on the reefer full at all times. Yeah, so, and make sure you do good washouts. <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely want to do a washout for sure. No, but 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 seriously, it, wait, can you imagine? Can you imagine opening the back doors at the Blue Beacon? The guys look inside, and there's like ten broads in there, all cut up. Yeah, I, I, you know, it, if I'm being honest, I, it really repulses me when somebody takes this the industry that I've grown up in and love, okay, and and uses it as 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 their shitting place, okay. Some for any I, nothing gets me boiling more than somebody that hurts a kid, okay, especially especially sexually molesting them. You scarred them for life. I mean, literally for life. This is the truth. Oh, yeah, they're screwed. They're, they, mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. I mean, it's a sick thing, okay? And then uh, if you're a serial killer, you, you, you've, you, you, you literally destroy lives all across the country. Like this clown, this Samuel Legg, he deserves to be fried just to give satisfaction to the victim's families, okay? But this pervert that's out there, I mean, you've got to have balls, to just literally take a piece of paper and start hanging pamphlets that you're this great guy. You know, when anybody, I'm telling you right now, when in my church, I'm going to tell you a quick story. In my church, there was a guy named Bob. You know what he did for a living? He literally mm. would go around to hospitals with dog, seeing eye dog, blind dogs, and he, would, and he would entertain kids. And he acted kind of fruity. All the time. And this guy was like 70 years old. I'm serious. He was a chief of police at one time. And so finally somebody came to me and said, hey, this guy, Bob, he's like outside, at, you know, between church and lunch. And he's 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 like sitting down on the ground with the kids and just kind of getting chummy with all the little kids. He didn't really want anything to do with the adults. And then so f- exactly. And then finally, this 15 year old girl that he had been bringing told told us, told the ladies that she, he had molested her. This is, oh, a tr- this is a true story. Okay? Now listen. So I met the guy outside the church. He said, I want to talk to you. He, he literally says, I think I know what you want to talk to me about. He brings a mugshot of himself where he was arrested in Tarpon Springs and on the west coast of Florida for, the, for, for molesting. Literally. This is, and he's still out on the street. That's, that's the, the really funny No, he part. actually has died since then. I don't know what of. No, but I mean, he, he got in trouble for molesting kids, and he's, he's yeah, continuing to he molest had, kids. Well, he had done like time. they didn't lock him up right. long enough. So what I'm getting at, though, is they're, they're, not, they're not that hard to spot. If you see an adult that pays more attention to kids, and I'm serious. I'm not talking about somebody that is kind to kids. I'm talking about somebody that goes out of their way to be with kids. Hey, That's a red flag. It's a red freaking them. flag, okay? Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. The conversation that I have with this guy is when you meet these people, they have no conscience at all. I will guarantee. Did you call the police, by the way? Did you call the cops on them? I didn't call the cops on them because there was, no, there was nothing that I could do at the time. The girl had said she was molested years ago when, when she was younger. Now there was no what what could I call the cops on at the time? This was going this is a couple of years ago. In fact, this is about ten years ago. Oh good. Yeah. What a sicko. Right. But what I'm getting at though is is these people that do this, they're they're so deranged. You can call yeah, you, I'll say. we sat there, the preacher and myself, we sat there at a table with him and said, You can't come back here anymore. We're, we're, you're not allowed to come back here anymore. Because you won't leave kids alone. And he said, well, this happens all the time wherever I go. And they always blame me, these kids. This guy was literally blaming the kids. 
And I'm I, not send, I am not sending my kid out on the road with a truck driver who's going to teach him how to drive stick. Listen, I'm trying to show you. That. Listen, I'm trying to show you the the odd mind of these guys. Just pay attention to this for a second. I literally sat there, and this guy admitted that he had sex with these miners, but it, but he was trying to blame them. Yeah. Now, well, this should have seen the acid. way she was dressed. She had it coming, man. Yeah, she was so hot in that diaper. But now listen yeah. to me just for a second. Right. Yeah. Listen to me just for a second. Just for a second. There was no shame. Like, the, the guy did not get angry at all that we know he's a, he's a perv. What I'm getting at is when you meet these people, they their mind is so twisted. And, they, of course, what they're doing to kids is the most twisted thing just about you can do on this planet. Well, you know, you, 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 you know that when I first got out of college, I had a psychology degree, and I, I actually worked for children and youth, and I worked in abuse intake. So I, um, so you've I, met I them. dealt with them. Well, I dealt well, with well, them well, every you, single day. Well, then you understand what I'm trying to tell Some you. Bags. What I'm trying to tell you is these this kind of people, they are such a danger to society because they have, like, no emotion. I mean, they literally have this warped, twisted thinking, okay? And, and th like, if, for example, when you talk to a normal person and you even mention child perversion or any of that kind of shit, guess what? They're like, like, if you accuse somebody that's not a pervert, they'd probably punch you in the face. They'd be right. highly insulted and pissed off. This guy literally sat and just had a conversation like we were talking about toast and eggs. He literally had no emotion over it. He was just explaining it like it was nothing. And I wanted to choke the guy because it was like you couldn't get to him. His mind is so far gone. And so when you see a truck driver that's out there driving and advertising to take kids for a ride, you... It's a guy that needs a bullet in his head. If he's guilty, like, he needs like to be the, shot. It's like, the worst, it's like the worst thing in the world. As a matter of fact, you know, um, I spend a little time behind the fence, and I'm here to tell you that's like the lowest of low on the on the rungs. That's like down in the, down in the shit. If you have a serial killer, they, they respect the serial killer more than they do the scumbag who diddles kids. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. So, but anyways, I wanted to read that story. It, it kind of, I wanted to read it yesterday. Ruth Ann and I were on, on the podcast for like an hour. And so I, I literally didn't have time, but I wanted to cover it. And it was just such a, I mean, I'm telling you, and this, I'm, and the reason I'm telling you this is because we got a lot of people that listen at home. We got a lot of people that listen that are driving trucks. Okay. In fact, there's, there's cops and, and all kind of authorities out there that are teaching truckers how to spot traffickers, human traffickers. Well, I'm telling you, you guys need to also start putting this on your radar. An actual relative or a friend, anybody. You know, I'm telling you, if you got like a brother or an uncle or a friend that's always wanting to be near your little kids, I mean this, if they want them to stay the night, at their house. Right. You have right. you have trouble there. There is no adult, no adult that should have that much affection for somebody else's kid at all. The only the only one outside mommy and daddy that should want your kid to be with them at their house or alone with them is nanny and grampy, grandfather and grandmother. That's it. Nobody else. Nobody else has the right. I'm telling you right now. If you have, <laughs> if there's right. somebody in your life that that wants to t pick your kids up and take them to the mall, well, I'm lonely because you know uh, I, I don't have anybody in my life. Do you mind? I'm really like your your child. I'm telling you, you have an issue. That guy, that guy is a pervert, most likely. I'm telling you, there isn't. There's. Absolutely no reason that an adult should want a relationship with a little kid like that at all, as far as taking them off and doing things with them if it's not their kid. I'm telling you that right now. Guaranteed. There's something twisted in that mind. You know, um, we said he lies to a, a, a uh, Christian school here in Florida. And there was this creepy guy. He was like the youth pastor and uh i don't know there was something about him i didn't like he was just creeped me out and he was married and his wife worked there full-time at the church and, and uh, so they were i think she worked at the office or something 
No, no, no. She was one of the teachers, actually. She was one of the teachers at the school. And turns out this guy was putting cameras in the little girls' bathrooms and uh, filming them and stuff. And when they when they went through his computer, he had all kinds of ch uh, child pornography on there. So it even happens at churches sometimes. I mean, that's yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not here to give the church a black eye acid. Not even close to that. Okay. Well, I'm not either. I'm I mean, just I saying, get it. Everybody it knows happen, about it the. It can happen anywhere. Everybody, you know what I mean? You, everybody you can't knows. Trust anyone. Everybody knows about the Catholic priests and all that crap. It's that it, it. You know, it, it. To be honest with you, I, I feel bad for anybody that stays away from a church because of the one or two bad preachers out there. I, I mean that sincerely. But I want to tell you this another quick story. I, it's funny that you, you're bringing back weird memories here. In in when I went to school, I went to Blue Mountain, okay. But this was literally a story back in the day, okay, when this one teacher, his name was Mr. Metz, okay. This guy literally, literally got caught. This teacher got caught peeking in the girls' locker room when they were showering. But he did it. He snuck in the ladies, in the ladies' um, office. You know the not the ladies' office, but the 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 female gym teacher. I guess her name was Mrs. Mack. He snuck into her office, and to so, peek. and he was peeking. And I knew I know the girl because I was, was. This was back in the day. You know, we were all teenagers. But I know the girl. I won't mention her name. That was standing there. You know, when all of a sudden she she caught out of the corner of her eye an eyeball because <laughs> the guy had just barely pulled. Now, if the... you were that if you were that girl's father, how would you have handled it? Oh well, well, well hold on a second. He I, wouldn't have made it to court. I'll tell you that right now. Well, you know, it is what it is. But here's so, anyways. So she sees this eyeball, and she screams, and all the girls run out, and 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 now guess what the Guess where the teacher's at? That's the pervert. He's now trapped in the office, right? And they're banging on the door, and he has it locked now. So now a bunch of them run down to the office and get the principal and everybody else, and they bring him back, and they they finally get the door open, and there he is, right? Has had there's absolutely no chance of of explaining himself, especially when all of a sudden people. Because the girls wouldn't have known that he's in there because there's a window, you know, a viewing window in case there's any trouble for the uh, female gym teacher to be able to see in there herself. And so there's absolutely, you know, no way he could explain why he was in there and why the curtain got, you know, why all of a sudden an eyeball was peeking in there. And uh, it made the paper and all. He got arrested. And uh, kind of a funny, not funny story, but a, a, another creepy story, you know. Why, why grown people have the need to, to fondle little kids, especially, especially when they're really little, 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 I'm talking like three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 year old kids. It's just horrible. I mean, my gosh, their bodies ain't even, they're not even as tall as they're going to get yet. They're not even fully, you know, most kids don't even get to their, their height until they're like 15 to 18. And so well, they when, do it because they do it because they're predators and the, the kids are vulnerable. That's why. Yeah, I mean it's it's that, it, that's why they do it. So, and guess what? I don't care what they say. I worked for children and youth. I'm telling you right now, once a scumbag child molester, always. Oh yeah. Now you hear about there's uh, no cure offenders who don't offend again, and the only reason they don't is because they are worried about getting caught. But they still think about it all the time. Listen, they're scumbags. There was a story. There was a guy. I can't remember. I don't think it was the Polly Class story. If you remember her, she was murdered. There was a girl. Uh, there was a guy, and I can't remember his name, but he was due to be paroled, and he was in prison for child molestation. This is a guy who was a, a predator. Okay, right, and he. And it was, I remember reading this story. He asked the judge to castrate him. They, of course, they can't do that. Second thing he said was, don't let me out. He, he, in court, he said. And they let him out. Listen, and they let him out. No, well, I want you to hear this. In court, he said, if you let me out, I will offend again. And, he, and the offense that he did 
was always the same, always molesting kids. He said, if you let me out, I'm going to do it again. He said, don't let me out. He begged them. And then he got out within a week. I think within a week of being out, he murdered murdered a little girl. I think it was in California. This well, you know, you got to give story. the guy props for, for at least uh, being honest and telling him up front this well, is what's going to happen. The guy knew he knew his sickness. He knew he couldn't resist what he his own lust. He couldn't resist it. It was that strong with him that he was at least willing to say to authorities, please don't let me out in public. And yet there was nothing they could do. Well, listen, when your time is up, okay, you, your time is up. you got to go. And so my my suggestion would be, when, when you, if you literally get caught molesting little kids, molesting them, you probably, you should be in prison for life. There should be, should be no parole for that guy. Cause like you said, there is no stopping it. You don't stop it anymore. You're going to keep doing it. So why, why let a wild animal out to hurt the public? It's basically my yeah, thoughts. If you, if, if you have such a sexual dysfunction like that, you know, buy a blow up doll or something, you know what I mean? I mean, I have one in my truck. No, I, I bet you do. <laughs> I'm laying next to her right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably a, in the shape of a dog. You know what's cool about it? She has interchangeable wigs. It could be a blonde one night, brunette the next, redhead. You know, it works for me. Do you take you know? her? Do you take her like in the truck stop and and like pretend she's your date and stuff, so people think, oh, he's got his own date. I'm not sick. What's wrong with you? I put her in the passenger seat and seatbelt her in sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I don't want to end this. I don't want to end this joking around in all sincerity, uh, um, which we, of course, we just just did leave a joke. But the bottom line with this is, asset, honestly, who's joking? I, anyway, go ahead. JJ Keller is our third sponsor of the day. JJ Keller is the friend of the trucker. They're like having a secretary in your back pocket. If you're a truck driver that's unorganized, especially if you're unorganized like me and you have all the paperwork that needs to be filed every year and it's a nightmare or DOD, DOT, uh, drug consortium, all that stuff, everything that needs to be updated every year, uh, hire JJ Keller. They take care of all your paperwork and you do the rest uh, by driving your truck. 888-601-2017. J.J. Keller's number is 888-601-2017. So let's wrap this up. I, I, uh, we've been on this podcast for quite a while. I got the flashing green light anyway, so oh, cool. I, You're on. I can pull out of here. Yeah. Right. Hey, listen, on the next podcast, say something positive. Don't don't always get on the podcast and bitch. Ever no, since you you're, listen, ever since you're a trucker, one. I, acid, I, I, I acid. About, I want to talk about the 7-3 uh, and 8-2 split. Yeah, this, just, I just want you to know, ever since you, you've been an over-the-road trucker, every time you get on there, you're bitching about something. Yeah. I know, it's because I'm a trucker. <laughs> yeah, so. That's what we do. I hear you. All right. Yeah. I'm out of here. All right, later. All right, peace. Praise the Lord.